Yeah. Yeah, man. I woke up with a bunch of shit on my mind I'm breaking the curses through the verses for a stick and design The time's wilder than they ever been Vibing in the salt like a terrapin Laughing to aspire through the heavy ones The beast roll up They got no chances on advancing when my piece roll up We keep it cooking like rotisserie The mystery on how to navigate through it all We're stepping smarter than we bothered with the breaks in the fall So whether burning hot for summer or be mad in the cold I call a robber MC so we can stroll down the rabbit hole Down the rabbit hole Down the rabbit hole Rob the MC Cole, let's hit the rabbit hole and the rabbit hole Hey everybody, welcome back to another special episode I got my man Duke Masters in the building Oh yeah Oh yeah We refer to him as the OG or triple OG depending on where you're from Duke, what's going on man? Hey Mr. R.O.B, glad to be part of it today Hope everything's going well with you, brother. Yeah, man. It's uh it's 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 going. Um twenty twenty one has been fascinating, the start of it and everything. Um just on the news, you know, kept, you know, you got James Harden going to the to the uh Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie having an emotional breakdown and not playing. I, I wanna get your thoughts on that real quick, cause um I know you're a LeBron James hater, but uh, <laughs> but let's spread the hate to someone else today. Well, I look at it like this. It's yeah. a good move for Harden. He wanted to get out of Houston for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Okay, With him going to the Nets, getting back with Durant, and when Kyrie gets it together, and I pray the brother will, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. But you know the joke is unstoppable. Possibly, but they said they're literally going to have to get a knife and cut the ball into three different pieces. How are they going to be able to move? Ball movement is important. You know, it's more than one or two guys. Exactly. That's when you have a good coach. Yeah. To the coach to make that decision and hold them to it. Yeah. Okay. Now anybody can have an off night, and it's your turn to shine. I get it, but we don't need three kings. (laughs) Do you think Steve Nash has the guts to do it? He doesn't have a choice. <laughs> Oof. I, I know he's drinking something strong tonight. I'll I just say that. Hopefully, but yeah. obviously he would probably have to sign off for it to be, um, you know, for that too. That's. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't assume they would just make that trade without his his approval too. So, um, trust me, they had meetings we don't know about. They talked about things we don't know about before they made it public. Yeah. They made sure Harden was a fit for what their plan is. And I think it's a good plan. It'll work. And they also tried to make sure it was, it was accessible to, to all the strip clubs within the tri-state area as well. So, much. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, man. But what's on your mind, man? It's, it's, it's a crazy world right now, man. There's a lot going on. What's, what's on your mind, sir? Well, everything pretty much. But <clears throat> mainly we can't ignore what happened down at the Capitol. Yeah. Okay. Now, they're trying to equate that stupidity to Black Lives Matter, okay? Yeah, what's your thoughts on that? A couple of things, completely opposite, okay? We protest peacefully when we want our day in court, when we want justice because we were not treated fairly, okay? Mm -hmm. They rioted. They went to court 60-plus times, 60-plus days in court, Mm -hmm. and they lost. We riot 
protest for one day in court. What, when was Breonna Taylor's court date? Mm. Exactly. Mm. George Floyd, when is his? Mm. Or it hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Going through the motion, but it hasn't happened yet. That's so, true. Yeah, we protest. We're angry, as hell and should be, trying to get a day in court. Yeah. <laughs> a day period. In several different states by judges appointed by him mm-hmm. and still law. Yeah. Okay. And, and we, and five and people haven't died came on the news today. What was it? The, the Olympic swim. Yeah. Wearing his Olympic jacket, I guess his dumb ass. That's the only thing he had to said USA on it. <laughs> well, I tell you what, if he's on it, he should not be on the Olympic team. Number yeah. one, mm-hmm. because he should be serving a prison sentence at the time of the Olympics. <laughs> That'd be good, yeah. Okay. This whole ideology behind, let's just charge him and lock him up. No. I want him charged, convicted, mm-hmm. and sent to prison, not jail. Mm-hmm. Okay. There were several clips on the internet about how the National Guard presence was guarding the Lincoln Memorial during the time frame of the Black Lives Matters unarmed protest. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Stacked knee deep. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any when the insurrectionists rioted, looted, killed the police. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, now let's act on it. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to believe, as the chief of police for the Capitol Police, he didn't know what was going on. He knew about it. Fuck him. And as far as I'm concerned, he's part of it. Yeah, and how do you feel, man? Because you know you've you've um you've been a, in the community different many different aspects of your life and, and served the community in many different ways. What are your thoughts on that, Duke? Um, you know, um, how, how does you have a job you have to do, and you may you know may not agree or may disagree, but how does that professionalism still have to be put across as a, as a person who's in that line of work? How does that work? You have to. You first off, you use common sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. If they tell you, okay, this is what's going on, you have orders to stand down. Mm-hmm. How can someone order you to stand down when your life is in jeopardy? Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that. Most people with common sense would say, you know, I'll deal with whatever happens next, next. But for right now, I'm going home. Mm-hmm. Even if I mean I got to put a hot one in you, so mm-hmm. be it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we saw that yeah. young lady. She got she she got <laughs> she 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 took one right to the neck. Um, yeah, yeah. Now let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Was her were her hands up with her back turned to an no. officer at that time? No. Oh, so so she was a clear and present danger. Oh yeah. Advancing on someone she recognized in uniform, pointing a gun, giving her directions to stop. Mm-hmm. And she broke through with force. Oh yeah. Headed towards what she knew was law enforcement to stop her, mm-hmm. and got killed. Mm-hmm. I slept good. <laughs> Me too. I mean, it's clear, and it's just a level of wanton uh, disrespect. You know, it's 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 crazy, man. Like you said, it's just and the lack of response for local law enforcement, like telling them to stand down and having them under man under if. And what I've heard 
And not from a conspiracy point of view, I listened to a podcast called um, Code Switch, NPR. And they were saying a lot of these white supremacist regime, uh, far right and white, and, uh, white supremacist groups, um, they were using this as a test to see how the government would respond to something like this as something bigger. Because apparently there are multiple armed protests that are going to be happening um, up until the inauguration of Joe Biden. So this is not an isolated incident. And so um, in Georgia, actually, at the capital of Georgia, there were m multiple armed individuals who marched around the Georgia capital. Do you think this sets a precedent for that behavior to be consistent? And do you think it's going to get worse? What are your honest take on that? I'm just curious because you've been a around way longer than me, Duke. So I'm just curious. <laughs> well, it could be worse, but I figured out a way to help all of them. Here's what you do. You take this place of action no matter what. Mm -hmm. If you are on duty and your task is to guard the Capitol, it's real simple. You breach the Capitol, you don't make it out of the Capitol. Mm -hmm. It's real simple. <laughs> All you have to do is have people willing to do their job. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard to do the job when you're in your uniform and you take off your uniform hat and put on the MAGA hat and take a damn selfie. Yeah. Okay? It doesn't work like that. They should have shot his ass too. <laughs> okay? I want to break that I, I, down. Here's the way I look at it. Yeah, I'm listening. Mm -hmm. This was a. This may not have been a test, okay? Mm -hmm. However, I bet it won't happen again this way. Mm -hmm. Everyone's on notice. This was the, let, let's see how far we can go. You went as far as you could. You killed an officer who was doing his job guarding the Capitol. Mm -hmm. Now, I hate to say it, if that had been a black officer, mm -hmm. they would it would have been different. Yeah. Period. No yeah. matter what, he's one of them, meaning a law enforcement officer doing his job. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear bad press about him. He's doing his job and he got killed. Mm -hmm. Rumor is he got hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. That's what I heard too. Okay. Whoever did that, they can still get the federal death penalty for that and they should. Oh, really? Because you don't hit someone in the head with a fire extinguisher by mistake. Yeah. That's intent. You, you can't explain that. You can't have a bad childhood mm -hmm. and decide, you know what? Because of my bad childhood, I think I need to kill an officer by hitting him in the head repeatedly with a fire extinguisher. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work like that. And if they play crazy, all of that video footage around D.C., figure out who did it and watch it from the time they got off their Klan rally bus mm -hmm. and just show me one incident where they looked before they crossed the street. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, how crazy are you when you look across the street knowing what can happen to you mm -hmm. if you don't look. Yeah. But now all of a sudden you kill somebody and your ass get caught. Oh, you're crazy? There's a cure for that too. Yeah. It's called prison. Wow. So, Duke, I have a question for you. I've always wanted, and I was going to ask you about, you know, where does that mentality come from? Because I, I, I've, me, move, just recently moved to a new area, and when I see the black cops, you know, and um, and I'm like, oh, they're cool, you know. I don't know them, know them personally, but I've met a couple, and they seem to be pretty cool. But you, you know, you've served in certain um, aspects in your life, and my question to you is, where does that, where do you think honestly that mentality of the white officers versus the black officer is it totally two different approaches to the job and worldviews? Where does that mentality come from for that, that really weird kind of borderline white supremacist mentality that some, some police officers may have, where, just in your personal experience in life? Well, let me say this. It's not borderline. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. It's innate. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, there was a time frame where they could use the bullshit excuse of, well, I didn't know any better. I was never around a certain group of people. I just simply didn't know. 
with communication and technology the way it is now, mm-hmm. you can't tell me that you don't know better. Okay? You know better. But if you admit you know better, then you're perceived as the enemy amongst your like-minded supremacist peers. Mm-hmm. Okay? But keep in mind, with all of the diversity, with everything they try to do in law enforcement, there's not one law enforcement agency on this planet where the minority outnumber the whites. Oh, wow. Period. Yeah. Now, you could take a city that, take Baltimore City. Baltimore City is probably 75, 80% black. Mm-hmm. You have a police department that's maybe 30 to 35% black, and that's high. Really? Average nationwide is up to 15%. And wow. the way they try to circumvent that, they try to count females as minority and say, well, wait a minute. We have 50% minority participation. No, you have 10% African-American black, I'm sorry, men and women, but you have 30% female. Mm-hmm. So that means sometimes you may even count the black female twice <laughs> to make it look good on paper mm-hmm. because it's still considered a minority. Mm-hmm. But explain to me how in 2021, you don't have one police agency in the United States in a city that's majority African-American mm-hmm. that has a majority African-American police force. Mm-hmm. It's by design, not by mistake. Mm. Have you, have you ever had an incident in your, in just your life when you had to kind of come kind of, kind of uh, check um, a colleague and be like, Hey man, you know, that's not where we're going to approach that today. That's just not what we're All doing. The time. Really? All the time. Yes. Whoa. All the time. But once I text him once, if he did it again, he didn't do it around me. Wow. And they knew Mm -hmm. there would be consequences. And I'll just say it like this. If they go unchecked, it becomes the norm. Doesn't necessarily mean it's right. Damn sure enough, it's not acceptable. Mm -hmm. However, it's the norm. So now when a newer person perceives what they do as the norm, they just want to do whatever they need to do to go along to get along. Mm. That's the person that'll get you killed. Wow. Because they really don't know any better. Wow. And it's tough because you you're trying to do your job and still be, you know, be a, be a objective. You're trying to treat people the way you want to be treated. You're trying to just see it down the line, you know, and then you got to deal with that on the top of the job. Yeah, that's tough, exactly. man. Ugh. Exactly. And keep in mind, the, all of the people, like the, the guy wearing the, the horn, some yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, okay. The shaman. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah, him. <laughs> Fuck him. Yeah. Okay? Now, he's talking about he's in prison. He's on a hunger strike. Mm-hmm. I refuse to eat. I need an organic diet. There's a cure for that, too. Okay? It's called prison. Don't eat. Die. Who mm-hmm. cares? Oh, he'll get all the beef he can handle. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> exactly. And the crazy part is the fact that people have condoned this behavior for too long. This mm-hmm. isn't brand new. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when it happens, what amazes me is the people who act shocked. Don't be shocked. Be informed. Mm-hmm. Big difference. Don't let what you ignored shock you all of a sudden because the eyes are on you. Yeah. You knew about it. You just didn't admit it. Do you think a lot of black people are sleepwalking right now? 
um, in terms of their community? Because I still hear people who are anti-gun, anti-Second Amendment. And when you see all these behaviors and you know there's people, there's literally sleeper cells of these groups of people who are willing to do whatever. Um, even trying to kidnap the, you know, someone, I think one of the political people in, in, in uh, Michigan. Um, and out in front of the, the Republic, you know, the Republican um one of the Republican um, guys down here in Georgia, armed in front of his house and around his house and near his house. Do you think black people need to? Is that? Is that? Do you notice that? I mean, it kind of frustrates me when I hear black people arguing against the Second Amendment and are anti-gun, but when you see all the stuff that's going on, they they seem to be left flat-footed. I agree with you. I uh, think that black people need to wake up. And let me put it like this: people are anti a lot until it happens to them. Mm-hmm. Okay, you would hear people maybe in your generation, your grandparents say things like, "Oh, we live in a neighborhood that's safe. We don't even lock the door." Mm-hmm. Everybody's anti-locking the door. Tell a stranger got his ass in your house. Mm-hmm. Big difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, as far as the Second Amendment, Amendment, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I agree with it. You should have the bear, have the right to bear arms. However, I don't care if you're black, white, whatever your race is. I don't want a crazy, irresponsible person with a gun is mm-hmm. that's just tell me the good in that there's none. But if you're responsible and you have your gun to protect yourself by all means, and I'm not talking about having your gun in the club showing off. No, we're not talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking about a responsible adult who did everything they were supposed to do. They have the right to carry that weapon and to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. That's all. We're not talking about, oh, because I have a gun now, let me become the bad guy. No. Yeah. We're saying, do what you have to do. Protect yourself at all costs and your family. Mm-hmm. Don't go looking for trouble, but be prepared when trouble crosses your door. Because I, I give you a perfect example. Here in Baltimore, I, I rented four buses, and here's what the catch was. I was given all of the insurrectionist rides from D.C., Free. All the Budweiser pretzels, free. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was letting them off in East Baltimore. <laughs> okay. Now they had to get off of that bus with all their weapons, knowledge and bullshit and make it to the county line. If they made it to the county line, they get a million dollars. Nobody took me up on the offer. That's how <laughs> bad they are. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Second Amendment or not, you know your limitations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they know who to fuck with and who's not. Oh, yeah. They, they're smart enough. Period. Bottom line. And again, black people, come on, wake up. We have been mistreated in America generationally. I don't know a generation that hasn't been mistreated. Mm -hmm. And the sad reality is I can't see when the next generation won't be mistreated. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if it means you have to protect yourself by any means necessary to quote Malcolm, then you do it. Mm Mm-hmm. And do right now, there's going to be a transition of power, mm-hmm. Democratic over Republican. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't want the Democrats being passive. Well, you know they did this, so we're not going to do that. We're going to do it this way. No, if they bullied your ass for four years, bully them for eight. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. See how they like it. How can Mitch McConnell be comfortable enough? Well, we're yeah, we're, we're not having a vote. The fuck does that mean? Mm-hmm. You are one man. And you, you've decided that America's not having to vote on a Supreme Court justice. Oh, okay. 
So when we get the majority, I don't want to hear some bullshit. No, we're going back to the way it was. We're going to do this. No. On camera, Mitch McConnell, sit down, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you're, you're being told no. We're being told, told yes. You don't have to like it. Fuck you. Get over it. We got over it. End of story. And I hope they do it and pass every agenda that they don't like. That means that the, uh, the Republicans don't like that we are for that helps people. Okay. I'm not talking about something idiotic, you know, save the whales, bullshit, whatever they need saving, whatever. <laughs> but before you save a whale, save a human. Okay. If you have an agenda that helps everybody, I'm for it. I don't give a damn if it's Democrat and Republican doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But when you hear the, even the senators today at the impeachment here, I'm sorry, the, the representative talking about to impeach him will further divide the country. Okay. Where were you four years ago? Where were you the last four years? Mm-hmm. All the shit he's done has, has divided. Consistently. Country. Consistently. And not by mistake, but by design. Where were you then? But now that we have the upper hand, oh, you now realize the shit's not fair? It was never fair. But now that you're the victim, you get it? Fuck you. Be the victim. I'm tired of being the victim. And other people, black people, need to stop being the victim as well. And I'm, again, not advocating any violence, anything like that. But if you have control, seize it, maintain it, and make it work in your favor to help everybody. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. Yeah. It's, yeah, we just can't. Uh, I mean, my thing is for a Joe Biden, pre- the first 100 days, you know, it'll be on CNN, MSNBC, ABC. It'll be everywhere. It'll be the main focus. And um, as a more progressive person myself, as I would say, I, the first thing, the main thing is, my main important thing is you got to pass the $2,000 stimulus, period. You said it. You promised it to the Georgia voters. You literally right. promised it. Okay. So that needs to be almost immediately, period. Um, yeah. Other stuff We can work on infrastructure Etc But that has to happen And if that doesn't happen Within the first 100 days um, That says a lot about What Biden t- What time he's on You know what I mean Yeah Now keep in mind I wouldn't be surprised If they do pass A stimulus package With the $2,000 Direct payment Within the first 100 days mm-hmm. Oh, I see, They I, may I, do that twice I, I could definitely see it happening Yeah Okay They could do that more than once Because they're saying America's America, American people need help. Mm-hmm. They do. Could you imagine you haven't worked since March? Your bills haven't stopped since March. You still have needs, basic needs since March. But I got an idea. We'll give you $600. Fuck out of here. <laughs> that, yeah, for most people, that barely covers their, their car insurance and keeping the lights on. Well, you mean for the car they used to have? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. True. They. they yeah. And yeah. the lights on where they used to live. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. Oh yeah, it, and the, and it's so crazy. Like you know, there's apparently a huge mass exodus of New Yorkers leaving the city of New York, and a mass exodus of Los Angeles folks leaving Los Angeles. Um, you know, apparently in the stock uh, up in uh up in New York, a lot of the big firms are thinking about moving down to the to I think it's Florida. Um, a lot. Really? I think yeah. A lot of the big big finance firms are thinking about. Um, I'm. I want to get the specifics about it. Give me one second. 
Um, I think it was Wall Street moving to Florida. Give me one second. I want to be specific about. Well, just in general, big investment firms moving to Florida. Yeah, apparently that's on the cable because you think about all those big, huge office buildings that they pay for for renting that because people work from home now and they do a lot of Zoom stuff, there's no need to have these multi-million dollar things. And then you also have tax breaks that they get in other cities as well. So why would the question mm -hmm. since you brought that up? All of the money they save from people working from home, mm -hmm. right? Why move? In other words, just okay. We're we're leaving this building in New York. Mm -hmm. Everybody work from home. Whatever we were paying to be in that building, guess what? I can now hire fifty thousand more people. Yeah, that's true. No need to yeah. No need to worry about a tax break if I'm not in a building physically in a building. I don't need to be there. It doesn't matter what state I've moved to. However, the state my business license is in, that's where I get the tax break, which makes sense. Yeah. Yes. A lot of radical stuff uh, possible. Did you hear about Bill Belichick um, de declining the Medal of Freedom from Donald Trump? Yeah, but did you hear the real reason why he did it? Okay, break it down, bro. Go ahead, uh, Duke. Okay. Break it down. His, he couldn't get his sleeveless leisure suit out of the dry cleaner and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's a political you know move. What? He might accept it Bill on the low. Jack always looks constipated when I see his face. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But my hat goes off to him for this. Okay? I have to give him credit for this. You know, granted, you know, being a Ravens fan, you know, New England, mm -hmm. whatever, as mm -hmm. a human being, mm -hmm. I don't want him to win because he was the enemy football team. But I don't hate him because of it. Okay? But I like him for what he did. Yeah. Okay? Because basically he says, oh, wow, I'm Bill Belichick. I didn't won a lot of Super Bowls. And you want to give me the Medal of Freedom? Man, fuck you. Mm -hmm. I love it. I've been up, I'm surprised I still have my voice. I've been up laughing for three days because of that shit. Oh, yeah. Well, this is my thing. I, I, I wanted to get this off my chest about the fucking Tennessee Titans. I wanted your thoughts. Because you, you, Duke, the way you put it, I love the way you, you communicate and talk. I was so happy when we stomped on that fucking Tennessee Titans logo. I, I would have took a shit on it because yeah. they're so, there's this, and then I'm going to get your take. I'm going to give you my take real quick. First of all, okay. they disrespected John Harbaugh um, when they stepped, first of all, they stepped on that logo first. They disrespected John Harbaugh yelling, the, not only the coach, but the players yelling at another coach. They um, talked a whole bunch of shit in, in, in the back and stuff when they knocked out the playoffs last year. So they deserved every single bit of what we did. And then also Malcolm Butler f gave Lamar Jackson the middle finger. Apparently I didn't, I didn't even see this on, on, on TV, but he flicked Lamar Jackson off and disrespected Lamar Jackson as well. What are your yeah. thoughts on that? I, I actually think I, I actually hate the Tennessee Titans more than I hate the, the Steelers, to be honest with you at this point. Right now, first off, <clears throat> classless as hell. Okay. We are professional athletes. I want to win. I know you want to win. But what is the benefit and the psyche behind? Let me fuck over your logo at your stadium. Mm -hmm. They did it first. Now, going back to, think about this. Going back to what I said earlier about now that the Democrats may have control, treat them the way they treated you. Mm -hmm. Okay? They had control. They were in our house. Stepped all over the logo. Disrespected it. And let me ask you something. Malcolm Butler, he's that, he's that MVP, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> he don't count. Okay? Yeah. Look, in two years, his ass will be 30 cents from a fucking court. Yeah. Okay? Fuck him. He don't count. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm, I think about it. 
So going back to treat them the way they treat us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lamar got sweet revenge. Mm-hmm. I'm MVP. You don't count. We won. We left the field. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we stepped on your logo. Yeah, we took a 15-yard penalty. But guess what? You can't win at that point. <laughs> we win. And right after they won, what did Lamar do? He took a knee and ran off the field. Mm-hmm. End of story. It's like, you know what? Now what? You can get mad. You can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But for, for a player to argue with another team's coach, mm-hmm. come on. I mean, Malcolm Butler, what, you made a commercial like a, a what a, a a fucking subway commercial, some bullshit. <laughs> he don't. He does that. <laughs> Fuck him. He does that. And so, I mean, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. MVP. Yes, sir. Class act. Yes, sir. And the brother just turned twenty-four. Yes, sir. What how old is Malcolm Butler? Like sixty? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I think it's thirty. Okay. Yeah. Fuck him. He don't count. Yeah. He don't count. Word shit. How many teams he's been on? Like eight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it. Maybe. I mean. If he's as good as he's supposed to be, how come he can't find a permanent home to be there? Yeah, he's he's just 30, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something's wrong with him, okay? Now, don't get me wrong. I've never played for an NFL team. I'm not good enough, mm-hmm. and I live with that. I don't care. But, Malcolm, how good are you? 18 said, you know what? See you later, bye. Mm-hmm. But the, the thing you that- give the MVP the finger, who the fuck is? He don't, he, he, he don't count. Yeah, and my thing is too. This is this is with the. I'm gonna be honest with you. With they call them choir boys. With the John Harbaugh uh, coaching, the way he's coached overall, generally, he prefers choir boys. Generally, he does let the players do their thing. He lets people be themselves. That's true. But there there was a time when we did struggle with a lot of arrest, a lot of problems with the Ravens. We had oh, some alpha yeah. dunk. It literally was like every week. I was like, who getting arrested today? You know, that was a joke about the Ravens. Yeah. You know. Yeah. In the last six years, we. Guess what? Mm-hmm. How many times did you see somebody step on our logo then? Never. They exactly. wouldn't dare. <laughs> <laughs> they knew better. Now, granted, I like the more sportsmanlike atmosphere that we have now. Mm-hmm. I do like that better. I like the fact that, you know what? We don't have to brag about anything. Yeah. We're going to do our talking on the field. Do you think it's the, this is the edge that the Ravens have needed, though, defensively? Because I haven't seen this edge from this team in a long time. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. We need it, but think about this. I mean, when you had, our record maybe would have been better. Maybe we would have uh, achieved our spark sooner. We basically had no practice, mm-hmm. no preseason, mm-hmm. all because of COVID. Understandable. Nothing's worth getting sick and losing your life behind a game. I get it. Mm-hmm. But now that even Lamar said, you know, I was rusty then. I feel like I got it together now. So I feel like with my teammates. And follow me on this. MVP, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. Yep. I U- heard unanimous. I say Baker Mayfield's name more than they did Lamar's uh, name in his own fucking game. It's crazy. Baker Mayfield. Don't get me wrong. He's good. He's okay. Was, was he MVP? No, and he wasn't unanimous. See, Lamar was unanimous in MVP. Bottom line. Why bottom do you line. think that? It's so weird, man. It's, I know. Uh, Racism. Yeah. <laughs> Racism. That's why it is. Not think it. That's why I know it. Yeah. Okay. Think about this. Okay. There's a commercial with uh, the guy, Kyler. This is his name. Kyler, Kyler Murray. Murray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him and Tim Tebow. What team does Tebow play for? None. None. Not a fucking team. Okay. <laughs> But he's in a commercial mm-hmm. 
where he's riding in a car, he's driving mm-hmm. with Mary. Mm-hmm. And Tim Tebow's mother calls, and apparently Mary says, hey, Miss Tebow, or whatever. Mm-hmm. He knows what she's going to say before she says it. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the commercial, the announcer says, don't try this. It's a Heisman thing. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because both of them won the Heisman. Yeah. But couldn't you at least put Lamar in that commercial? Who's exactly. reigning fucking MVP? Won a Heisman? Come on. Oh, yeah. And and one of the greatest. somebody who's teamless. Yeah. <laughs> they really done shit sports-wise. I, I miss them. Maybe I miss them shit. Yeah. He, okay? he did a little stint in but baseball. you're making fucking NFL commercials. Mm-hmm. Tebow? Get the fuck out of here. And, uh, uh, gee, I, I wonder why that is. Yeah. Do you, so you, do you think Lamar? Know why it is? They don't admit it. So do you think is it Lamar himself? Either either his represent his mom. I know his mom reps him and everything. But do you think he's just waiting for what is he? My thing is anybody who was unanimous MVP generally they get mad commercials, mad marketing stuff. What I mean is it because he's a country boy? He got a little accent to him. They don't seem as marketable. What about him? Well, that I'm gonna t- tell you what it is now. A lot of people don't know this. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't tell anybody. Lamar's black. <laughs> End of fucking story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, even when we played the Browns, Lamar came on the field and did some shit that has never been done. Yeah. It's almost like, I'm back. We're going to do this. Yeah, whatever. This isn't a movie. You're not going to win shit. Yeah. And he won. Beat him. Yeah. But I still heard Baker Mayfield's name more than the winning quarterback's name. Yeah. Who came back and was victorious for probably one of the highest, you know, football audiences of the year. Period. One of the considered by many one of the greatest one of the great one of the greatest Monday night football games of all time, considered. Yeah. Yeah. And he won. Mm -hmm. But Baker Mayfield gets more press. It's crazy. Let me see if I got this right. Winning quarterback, yeah. MVP, yeah. Beat the guy's team twice, yeah. But he gets more fucking pressed. Well, how can that be? Let's mm-hmm. look at the stat. Oh, damn. How can that be? Mm-hmm. Black versus white in the fucking story. I hate that. I hate that. That's the case. With, yeah. Yeah. But well, think about it. Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. I'm Tim fucking Tebow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Teamless. Shit, I could have made the commercial. I'm not on the team. <laughs> <laughs> I could have made the commercial. But if the tagline is, it's a Heisman thing then why wouldn't you have the reigning MVP Heisman Trophy winner in the commercial with another? Because you know why? Well, damn, that would have been two black quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Can't have that shit. No. So this is... If they'd have had him in the car, they would have got pulled over. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, sorry, this is a... No, 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 no. Okay. He, he <laughs> so my question to you is the Baltimore Ravens. So, so you know they're going to have to pay Lamar eventually. Um... What do you get? What type of contract are you giving Lamar? Um, are you uh, is are you going to give him? See, some people will say the way he plays. I think he's literally Donovan McNabb with a hybrid of, of Vince, Vince uh, Michael Mike Vick with Donovan McNabb mixed into it. I think as he gets older, he'll not run as much. He'll still be mobile, but I think he'll continue to improve his passing and everything. And I'm not worried about him passing on. I'm just worried about winning the game. So, what do the Ravens do? Do they give him lock him up for ten years? Do you lock him up for? Five years? Would it, if you were the Ravens organization, knowing the way that Lamar plays um, and understanding the league, what do you type of contract would you give Lamar Jackson? Honestly, I would give him one of those contracts that uh, what's the guy from the Texans? I can't Deshaun? think of his name right now. 
Deshaun. Mm-hmm. Give him one of those type contracts. Doesn't have to be as high as Patrick. Okay. But make the investment. You changed your whole offense around this guy. That should mean something. We've won more games with him than without him. When they benched Joe Flacco's punk ass, okay, <laughs> and and Lamar Jackson came in, that's a win. Mm-hmm. We did things they couldn't. It was people were like, "What the hell is going on?" It was like watching a video game. Yeah, but it was live. You can't make <laughs> this shit up. If you had told someone, "Man, you're not gonna believe this. Watch this. They bang it the fuck out of here." You didn't see that. The world saw it. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, my God, what's going on? How can they not pay him? And honestly, I like him. I want to win with him. But if the Ravens decide some bullshit about, you know, franchise tag or not paying him, it's it's ultimately a business. Yeah. He needs to do what's good for Lamar. Somebody's going to pay him $400 million. Yeah. Somebody. He's needs to be the Ravens. Yeah, he's the, he's. I mean, he he's one of the most winningest quarterbacks in history. Period through his age, through the time he's been playing. Period. It, um, he's MVP. Young. I like you said. I agree he's with you. Twenty four and setting records that have never been done before. Yeah, consistently. I just winning. Never been done. I give him five years, and I say two hundred million. You got to give him. You know, with all the you know the with all the the, the base stuff. I say you give him a base of one seventy five. Another twenty five million, you know, whatever. But he's got to be in. A, I think right now, if he if he gets a Super Bowl, okay, Super Bowl. That he's do you so you think he's going to be two hundred million or more? Is my question. I think two hundred million is where he's going to be at. Yes, he will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He will be, and he's deserving because keep in mind his other thing. He's he just turned twenty four like a week ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, for a young man like that to be that poised and that mature at his age. That's a good thing. I have yet to hear about Lamar waking up naked at the lion cage at the zoo. I mean, it just hasn't <laughs> happened. Okay. And I don't see that happening with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because right now, even veterans look up to him as a motivator. Mm-hmm. When you got a Calais Campbell saying, when that man talks to us, everybody pays attention. We are behind him 100%. We want to win. Mm-hmm. That means a lot when you have the respect of your teammates yeah. for the right reason, not out of fear or anything stupid, you know, and what did he give? He, was it last year? He gave his offensive line that bought everybody a roller. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to do that, but he did. He did it to show appreciation. Oh yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Oh yeah. You know how many other people at that time, 23, what they would have did with that money? Mm, a strip club. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They, they, they'd have bailed out somebody. <laughs> yeah, some OnlyFans would yeah. be paid for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the but, thing about Lamar, man. He he, um, he's such a good kid, and he and you and even when I watch, because I watch a lot of small stuff with leadership, and I know you do too. So as an example, when Dez caught the touchdown, or when um when uh when uh, what's the name um J.K. scored his first touchdown. The way that he yeah. celebrates, um, even Marquise having a good game, the way that he believes in the people and he supports them when they have those special moments um, yeah. and things like that, he really does that. And even picking up players. when pe- Lamar, at one play, I seen Lamar run and go block as well. I'm like, whoa, yeah. Lamar is trying to go block. What is going on? Yeah. Now, how about when Hollywood had like two or three drop passes in a game? Mm-hmm. Lamar goes over to him and says, look, 
I believe in you. Let's let's do this. Yep. And goes right back to him. Goes right back to him. He up he uplifted him to the point where he was confident enough that you know what, I'm not going to drop this now. See, I'd like to think that's what Lamar told him, but I know what he really told. Him. Okay. He said, "You drop this ball again." <laughs> It's gonna be you me. You're gonna be Holly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be Holly. Fuck the woods. Okay? <laughs> and it, it can't happen. You yeah. need to win. You can't drop the ball that I'm throwing perfectly to you. Your Catch job is receiver. Ball, receiver. That's what your Period. job entails. Period. And and that now belief in him. About. Oh yeah. And the thing is, if you look at Hollywood, literally he scored a touchdown almost every single game. The day, the the last game before the season, the playoffs. Two receiving touchdowns. The fact that Lamar is literally going back to him and building that confidence. Um, he had seven receptions for like a hundred and uh, like nine yards or something like that, hundred seven yards, uh, yeah. whatever the case may be. Um, that relationship is so special, and they're both from the same part of Florida um, and their friendship. So that continues to develop. But we want to see. I want to see Des get definitely. I don't know why Des doesn't get in the game more sets, but we got to see. I think it's going to come down to Des Bryant making a big play sometime in the next game or so. I hope so because keep in mind he still has a he's a vet he's yeah. good oh yeah but he still has to learn ways of football yeah that's true happen overnight yeah and I think the fact that they have to, one of them was wired I don't remember who it was coach walked up to him and said hey man always knew I could count on you coach thanks for believing in me mm-hmm. okay do you think that Des just happened to land in Baltimore Mm-mm. no probably got rejected by other teams oh Des we don't want you this and that okay. All right, and now he's in the second playoff game coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not bad. Not yeah, not, not bad, bad at all. Especially for the stuff yeah. that he's been through, man. You know. Yeah, yeah. But he hadn't played in like two years. Yeah, t- tearing that ACL, and a lot of people don't even ever come back from it. You just don't. It just yeah. It's some. I mean, think about it. You don't want to get. He's getting older. Mm-hmm. What good if you have all your you know your ducks in order? You saved your money. You're financially set. But you need painkillers before you go to sleep and when you wake up. Mm-hmm. That's not good. No. No. People don't realize that real, the real, they be like, oh, he'll be back in a, you know, a year. They be like, you don't realize when you tear something like that, psychologically, yeah. and you have to run and plant and move at a high level. First of all, just yeah. regular walking is de- like, I've, I've right. pulled a back muscle once and I was like, will I have my back ever be the same again? <laughs> <laughs> and they're tearing. Mind, it's not like there's driving a bus. Yeah. I hurt my knee. I can't drive this bus anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you better get your ass up and drive that bus. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, we're talking about you are an NFL wide receiver. Come on. Mm-hmm. It takes a little more than, than that to just get through. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you yeah. got to be a tough guy. So I, before we finish up this episode, I do want to go down a rabbit hole on this subject really quickly. For the young guys, okay. OG, I want your OG wisdom. Valentine's Day is coming up. Okay. Okay. And um, you know how they say that good guys finish last. What is your... Um, Duke, your OG knowledge for how to approach Valentine's Day. You just met a girl. You're not official yet. You're just talking. You're not really committed to you know one or the other, but you're just kind of fishing in the sea. What is your approach to it? What would you give a young man um, advice on how to approach Valentine's Day? Okay, good question for you. Yes, when sir. you say they just met, give me a time. So um, they've, they've been talking maybe for about a about a month or so, and they haven't really. They, there's there's no boyfriend girlfriend talk. It's literally just mm-hmm. feeling them out, testing the testing the water, seeing you know if it's somebody they want to eventually get to like really be serious about. But it's literally just I've been on maybe two or three dates with you, and I'm just trying to figure out if this what the next mm-hmm. step is. Do you do something for them for Valentine's Day? What's your advice? Yes, you do something to let them know 
you care about them. Mm-hmm. But keep in mind, it takes both of you to take that second step. In mm-hmm. his mind, if he's thinking, man, I, I really like this girl, I'm ready for the next step. But she hasn't made any indication that she's ready for that. You spend all this money on Valentine's Day, you get her a nice gift, get her a nice gift. Guess what she says? Thanks. <laughs> okay. Now you ass out mad. Yeah. The next day. Okay. Because I hate to bust young, uh, young brother's bubble, but here's what he don't know. Okay. <laughs> the reason why she's acting like that with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Because she got an OG like me mm-hmm. that's knocking her head the fuck off. Okay? <laughs> and guess what? Mm-hmm. Praying she get a present. Knowing she's not. Mm-hmm. That's what makes her want the other guy. Mm-hmm. The guy who's predictable. Oh, yeah, he's going to get me a nice card. He's going to get me some flowers. <sighs> okay. Whatever. Mm-hmm. No. She wants the guy. Damn, I wonder if he's going to call. Okay, because remember, they just feeling each other out. Mm-hmm. No commitment here. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if he's a real OG, if he's smart, he starts getting his lie together around the tenth of February <laughs> about why he's not available on the thing. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> but if he really likes her, guess what? Tell you a secret. Didn't he know Valentine's Day was coming up this year? Mm-hmm. He knew that shit back around Halloween. Mm-hmm. So if this is the one, you make her feel special. Let her know she's the one. Don't use Valentine's Day as an excuse to be a fucking man. Mm. Uh, you preemptively do it. You preemptively do it. Yes, if she's the one. Now, if you sitting there saying, man, I done spent on a couple of dates, spent some money, I just think I need to just go ahead and take care of business. Mm-hmm. Then... You have nothing to lose. But as long as you treat her right, you never have anything to lose, no -hmm. matter what. Mm -hmm. You make her feel special about being who she is with whatever flaws, insecurities, whatever. Guess what? You never have anything to worry about, Mm -hmm. no matter what. Another guy could walk up to her and promise to give her the world. Guess what? Fuck him. She don't even see him. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because you're not the guy that makes me feel good about being me. You're not the guy that accepts me no matter what. Wow. Okay. Oh, honey, you're beautiful. Yeah, I know that. Whatever. Next. Mm -hmm. I get it. A beautiful woman is told she's beautiful 50 fucking times a day. (laughs) Don't mean shit. You know why? You telling me you're beautiful, what does that mean? So what? Okay, I I have mirrors, I have eyes, fuck you, whatever. Why would I stop and listen to you and not listen to him? Because mm-hmm. that guy, him, the one y'all be like, the fuck she doing with him? Because what you don't know, he makes her feel good about being her. Mm. You can't get in between that shit. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how much you think your bullshit rap is because I got news for you motherfuckers who think it's your rap, it's her. If you come to me, hey man, remember shorty? Guess what? I was talking to her. I got with her that night. Yeah, because you a bad motherfucker or because that's the way she is. Mm-hmm. Wake up. Come on. <laughs> it's because that's who she is. And that's how she is. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Make her feel special. Let her know she's special. 
you won't ever have to worry about anybody, even an OG like me. Wow. No, I'm just fucking with you. You better worry about me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But make her feel good. Yeah. Except the shit that she's insecure about, that she don't like talking about, she may think that, you know, she's too much this, too little that, whatever. Don't even bring it up. You know why? Because I got you. I don't give a damn what you think about you're too much of this or not enough of that. I want you to know you're special to me. End of story. Wow. You can't do wrong. Now, I'm not talking about leave the house Thursday night and come back Sunday talking about, I don't know what you're talking about. Why are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about regular shit. Mm-hmm. Make her feel special about being her. Let her know that you accept things that she's insecure about. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Treat her good. Can't go wrong. Wow. That's the way you end the podcast. Sage like wisdom from Duke, man. That's that's a dilemma for a lot of young guys now. You know, they got four or five different young ladies they talking to, and they're trying to figure out who who to do this and who to, and they and they don't want to not do something, and then they 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 feel kind of like weird about it. It's like so you hey how's everything, and you know that everyone wants to celebrate that day or some way, shape, or form. But I appreciate your wisdom there, and hopefully I can help our men who listen because uh, about seventy percent of our audience is men. So, and from the ages of eighteen to about forty-four. So, OG, we appreciate you for coming on. Thanks for joining us down the rabbit hole, and um, I look forward to many more episodes with you on. And um, guys, you can follow the podcast on Instagram. You can also send me an email. The information will be in the link. Thanks. Always a pleasure, my friend. Yes, sir. Peace. Take care, brother.